Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Hey folks, this is Doc Huffbauer coming to you from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. Uh, tonight I'm going to be interviewing the new Vice, uh, Vice President of Sales and Business Development at Lasso MD. Uh, but we're going to be talking more about some of his previous experiences in dentistry. Um, he's going to kind of pull back the shades a little bit on some things that you might not know that go on behind the scenes at these different companies. He's got 13 years of experience in the field working for some of the some companies, frankly, you'd recognize the names of. But before we do that, I'm going to make some space right now for a word from our sponsor. Before we get into the show and introduce today's guest, I would just like to thank United Medical Credit for being sponsors of this podcast and of the Business of Dentistry. As a matter of fact, they have a special offer for Business of Dentistry members, 0% merchant fees for the rest of the year, and 30% discount for life after that. You can get that special deal by either going to DocOffInvestments.com and clicking on the Deals section, or by going directly to www.UnitedMedicalCredit.com forward slash TBOD. Thanks again, UMC. Hey, everybody. How are you? My name is Otis Nelson, as mentioned. I'm our new uh, Vice President of Sales at Lasso MD, and uh, I just I'm happy to be here today talking to all of you. It's one of it's my first live stream and uh, and or podcast here. Um, but before we get into you know what Doc Hoffauer said, I just wanted to talk about how important dentistry is to me and my family. One uh, nonetheless, so I've been in dental industry for about 13 years now. If you would have asked me 14 years ago if I'd be in a dental for so long, I probably would have told you heck no. I had a bunch of friends running around telling me to come join this company called Smile Reminder, which you guys now might know as Solution Reach. Um, and so I finally, after a while, I thought, you know, what do I know about healthcare technology and stuff like that? After a while, I finally jumped on board and uh, became fascinated with uh, just helping the oral healthcare industry. And then I ended up being, now I'm a dental family, um, for all those of you who don't know. My wife is very um, integrated into the uh, dental industry. Her name is Tenley Nelson. She's been in the dental industry for 17 years. We actually met at Solution Reach, um, got married. And uh, so we get to bounce each other, you know, bounce ideas off of each other all the time. But um, no, I, have, I have a question before you go on. Yeah. Tell me a little bit of something that, what did you do? What did you think you were going to do before you kind of stumbled into dentistry? You know, where, where were you heading then? Uh, that is a, that's an interesting question. So I actually was a football player um, before joining dentistry. I played uh, uh, two I, couple short years in the NFL and the NFL really stands for not for long. Uh, and, right. No kidding. It, you know, your body only lasts so long. So what, what position? I mean, I you look a, like a tight end to me. What, what I was a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. I mean, yeah. you, you got me on my later years, Doc Hoff. So for me, I'm uh, you know, I was about 20 pounds lighter, a little bit, yeah. a little bit faster than where I'm at now. Um, but after leaving, um, you know, the not for long industry, <laughs> I ended up uh, buying an insurance company and I ran an insurance company for a year and it was the most boring job I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, it just wasn't selling any value. It was just kind of, is I thought it, I got into it cause I thought it was recession proof and thought everybody would, um, just cling on to it just because, but 
everybody has it because they have to have it. Absolutely. So I'm running these algorithms and I'm running quotes and I'm asking people to sign up and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't beat Allstate. And I'm like, well, but you're my dad. Like, can you, can you come help <laughs> me out? And uh, they're like, nope, sorry, you know, my deductible's this and this is what I'm paying here. And so for about a year, it's when I finally decided to part ways and I thought about going back to chase the, uh, the football dream. Had some offers in uh, the CFL and stuff like that. And then I got approached by some friends to come join Smileminder in the dental industry. And here I am, and I'm never going to leave. You know, it, it's interesting. You, you mentioned insurance. It, it, it's always struck me that insurance is one of those things where everyone feels they have to have it, right? Yeah. It's literally the only industry that is predicated upon screwing its customer as often as possible. It's so true. And I, you know, it's funny that I think about it and, you know, I was doing the property and casualty space and annuities and, you know, uh, securities and stuff like that. But I look at it in the dental space being here for so long. And I, that statement never rings more true to me than being in the dental space. So, Just, so true. I, I, good friends that are, you know, they're going to do, you know, they've got a $5,000 case and stuff like that. And then after insurance and stuff's over, they have to write so much off and they get a check for $5 and 30 cents. Yeah. No kidding. I, I don't know if you know this or not, whenever dental insurance was first introduced, it was like a thousand dollars and it was an annuity plan. So you got a thousand dollars toward dental expenses, no matter what, they didn't ask any questions. You didn't have any networks. It went up to $1,500. And then they started asking dentists to be a network with them for a slightly reduced fee. They would provide advertising. Mm -hmm. Well, that was in 1970. So since 1970, the principles have gone up, but the benefits haven't gone up at all. And if you look, um, different fields have different inflation indexes. And if you look at the inflation index for $1,500 in 1970, all the way out to 2022, it should be $23,576. Just wrap your head around that. Yeah. So if they're paying more, they're getting less. <laughs> it's, yep. I just, it blows my mind how we fall for this. I know it really does. And I mean, I've even, I, I've heard, I've heard some horror stories lately, just with like Delta Dental and just all, oh, all sorts of stuff going on. It's just, it's a sad, sad world. And, um, you know, that's something that we're trying to do and help people um, here at Lasso is help people be able to be more fee for service or, you know, go Absolutely. for those membership plans and stuff out there, help educate and, and drive those, those services that, uh, that, uh, that are more elective services. So they're not covered by insurance anyway. So, you know, you were just about to talk a little bit about what you got, got on the smile, uh, smile reach or smile reach. Goodness. Now, same now, thing, um, smile reminder. Yeah. And then, we, and then it trans, transformed in solution reach because we went into other verticals and stuff like that. So what do you just call them smile reach from now on? It's the hybrid. Smile name, right? reach. <laughs> so you get them with them and, and what are you doing there? So I, when I started in with Solution Reach, I was an outside sales executive and um, kind of a jack of all trades. I was an early employee. You know, the fact that it was smile reminder then, I, I was fairly early before any transactions and stuff like that. And so we I traveled to small and bigger shows and speak around, um, you know, the country trying to sell dentists and then come back in and follow up on leads and we did some, you know, business development work because we were so small that, you know, I was taking KOLs to, out to dinner and, um, you know, that type of stuff coming up with, you know, new marketing campaigns and ideas and stuff. And gosh, I remember about that time, I think I went a good 100 
120 days without a day off because we were working Monday through Sunday between, you know, traveling and, and going back into the office and doing all that type of stuff. I imagine if, if, if I remember correctly, so you've been in the field for 13 years, wasn't that right after the Sunshine Act came out? I believe so. so yeah. You guys had a whole bunch of new stuff you were having to learn. I, I bet some of the old timers were a bit um, nonplussed about that, so to speak. Yes. You know, on both ends of the spectrum for people that in our company that were having a hard time learning that, but then even, you know, going into the space, you know, we're in this big technology driven space now when it comes to, you know, healthcare and oral healthcare, you know, what just healthcare wide. And back then, I'll never forget pitching for the first time and a dentist telling me, hey, you, you know, when text messaging gets big, please give me a call back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think, man, you're behind the times. You are behind the times. But uh, yeah, we had to learn a lot, a lot of, you know, rules when it came to, you know, marketing, um, you know, when it came to like marketing with without permission or, right. you know, opt-in versus opt-out, TCPA well, rules, all that type of stuff. I remember because I was in school. Um, I was just about to graduate at that point. And um, we had a rep who came in and my wife's a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. He came in and um, he said, look, we've got this deal and all of these vaccines. And if you buy them now, I'll make my number for the month and you can get them at a great price. And yeah. they'll last for this long. And I've looked at your records and you're, you're, you're going to be able to use them. She said, well, I'd love to do that, but I just don't have anywhere to put them. He said, hold on. He went to Home Depot, bought a full-size refrigerator. You can't, so folks, this is the kind of stuff that's yeah. been outlawed by the Sunshine Provision. So he brought it back to the office with two guys to unload it, plugged in and said, here you go, Dr. Huffpower, sign right here. Fridge was free. <laughs> <laughs> because he was going to make his, you know, his, his profit off of his bonus. So he yeah. bought her a refrigerator and he said, now the sunshine provision doesn't go into effect for two weeks <laughs> delivery before then. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Just uh, craziness. So, okay. So you're, you're now you're at uh, solution reach and how long did you work in that job with sales there? Gosh, you know, I bounced around. So I worked at solution reach for a total of, I want to say, of my career, eight years, about eight, about eight ish years, but did the outside sales. And as we grew, um, I ended up becoming, you know, our top sales executive and they saw the, at the time, the, the switch to DSOs, a lot of practices we, you know, we saw big margins there and they asked me to go out and sell DSOs. And I went and did that for about a year and a miserably failed because it's a way to way different pitch. Um, after it's, about more about, year, it's more about economies of scale there, right? Correct. And I changed it because, you know, I, and I'm more passionate about the, the SMB, but I did do the inter, inter, the enterprise space for a while, but it is totally a different pitch. And after I changed my pitch, we ended up scaling and, you know, selling a lot of bigger deals like American Dental Partners. We had Heartland, we had all those type of things. And it was fun. It was a lot longer of a sell cycle. Um, I think I would much rather save the mom and pop shop and do the more SMB side. So, you know, kind of adhere to them versus, uh, you know, the DSO that, that is, you know, the Walmarts of the world. Right. Um, but I mean, they are important to the industry and I'm not knocking on them at all. It's just where, where my passion is. No, no, I, I totally get it. So now you meet Tinley over there. 
And um, did, did you did you guys get married before you left, or did you did you get married we, after? Did she like yank you and pull you out of the company? What happened? We did get married before I left. She was running external sales. I was over enterprise, and then um, she left to go to Dental Intel, and then I went to um, or and then I think I worked there for about another year after that while she was at Dental Intel. And then um, it finally got to a point and we'll kind of touch base on some of these, um, you know, some of these points later, but it came to a point where it was, it was time for me to leave Solution Reach. And I was- Let's say you, you saw the writing on the wall, so to speak. And we're going to talk a little bit about that insider kind of point of view that you have in, in a couple of minutes. But so you see the writing on the wall, it's time for you to leave. Time for I leave and I'm out, uh, I'm out, just interviewing with other companies and, and my, and, you know, my wife Tenley calls me and says, you know, how did it go? And I said, you know, it went really well. They've offered me the job. And she says, well, why don't you come back on the way home and, and talk to, uh, you know, or just come say hi to me at the office. So I said, okay, yeah, I'll come do that. And what she really meant was come say hi to Wes Lunsford. And Weston was on the, in the room with her on the phone and Weston said, how about he comes and works for us? And I said, uh, excuse me, like we haven't, we haven't had a, we haven't had a conversation about this. So come work for me, come work for me. So I went and met with Weston and I went and met with the chief sales officer at the time. And they said, Hey, we need someone of your caliber to go into, uh, to head up our enterprise team. And so came on board and I did that. Unfortunately, you know, COVID happened and it happened to everybody. I know that the dental industry got hit really hard with that. And, um, it just was one of those places where, a lot of elective services, you know, were going away because only dental yes. offices were open for emergencies, right? And so it was really slow at the time. And I had some talks with Weston and we just decided that, um, you know, he told me to stick around and stay and stuff. But I just, I, I felt like my growth there at, uh, at Dental Intel had kind of slowed down. Right. Um, and now I'm over here at Lasso. All right. So... Talk to us a little bit about what you do for Lasso. Tell us a little bit about Lasso as a company. And then we're going to talk about some of the some of the deep, dirty, nitty-gritty details. Yes. Probably, yes. I'm not going to ask names, but if you want to say names, you can. I'm not going to get in any trouble either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that I'm going to directly call them out, but I think that you guys will know just based upon the companies that I just, that I just mentioned. But um, as far as... Uh, you know, what I do for Lasso is um, I'm kind of a jack of all trades here. So, but what I'm specifically in charge of is revenue coming into and coming into uh, Lasso. So I'm our vice president of sales and business development. I own all those channels um, when it comes to working with KOLs, working with partners, um, trying to maximize, you know, some of those opportunities, making sure our partners are getting what they need from us. Um, you know, whatever type of discounts and stuff that we're giving to them, as well as, you know, selling us, you know, giving us channel leads and stuff like that. Um, and then I'll, I'll bend your arm later for discounts for the group. There you go. There you go. And then I also, um, I manage a sales team and I'm our people leader there. So making sure that they all have the resources that they need to be successful. Um, I like to tell myself, I'm just pulling out there. I'm not a micromanager. I'm just, I feel like the best leaders are people of resource. So I'm just there to make my people successful. Um, you tell me what you need and I'm going to be there for you to, to make sure that you got it. Um, 
but then when we're double booked, I am not afraid to get my hands dirty and do those type of things. And so I get on and because I believe in our product so much and helping dentists acquire, you know, acquire more patients, um, I will demo um, people and uh, show them our solution and what kind of ROIs and stuff that they'll get um, here at Lasso and um, what kind of, you know, sexy tools and stuff that they get with, uh, you know, uh, our marketing platforms and stuff like that. So that, that is one thing I want you to cover. I, I want you to do me a favor and tell me, you know, you, you had the opportunity to go and work for a lot of different companies. I know you did because I know a lot of people in the industry and you are sought after. So you chose Lasso for a reason. What is it that made them stand out to you as different? Why I'm do you think the company's that Because for me, you know, it, it was probably one of the biggest reasons. I did have some other job offers out there at the time of coming to Lasso. And for me, it was the culture, number one, and being a part of a good culture and enjoying to come to work every day is very important, I think, for anybody. And uh, that was really big for me, for a work-home life balance. I have a five-year-old daughter at home, and they find that very valuable. She is terminally cute, too, by the way. Yes, she is. She's for die for. This is a, if you guys see the picture behind me, that's actually a a hand-drawn photo of her, but she's just got these long curly hair. But uh, she's she's just the best. But Lasso understands that, you know, family is important. So there's a really good work-life balance there. Um, it's a very open environment, very transparent. And meaning everybody knows where we're at in the company. It's okay to have uncomfortable conversations. The writing's always on the wall. Nobody has to understand where they're at within the company. And I think that that's very important. But then most, port- most importantly is... I've been in the dental industry long enough to see companies out there just do wrong by dentistry. And Lasso and that's, does. That's definitely something I want to talk about. So, yeah. and, and Lasso sticks to your, your ethics. It sticks to my ethics. I believe in what we're doing. Um, it shows what we're, you know, we have proven results in what we're doing. And I'm so sick of seeing dentists waste thousands and thousands. And I'm sure anybody listening here knows that you've wasted thousands and thousands on things that people told you that would work. And I got to see the results here. And it was just, it's so amazing to be a part of something like that because, you know, if you're selling something that you just don't believe in anymore, then I just, I, I can't morally go home and sleep at night because it's soul crushing. Yeah, absolutely. Soul crushing. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And so that's, that's honestly why I'm here is Lasso always does right by, by dentistry. I mean, we, we put our best foot forward. I think one of our best sayings here while I've been there, which didn't even know about it before I joined, but when I, after I joined is what we, we have a term that we run around in our company all the time called surprise and delight. And so we're often, even though you didn't pay for it, a lot of times we'll just do it for you just because it's just, you know, Hey, we're going to do right by you. And it may take us a little bit extra time, a little bit, you know, longer design work or, you know, a little bit, you know, us working at home, but at the end of the day, we want to do right by oral healthcare. And for all of you know, the Benedell industry is so small that it's, you know, reputation means everything. And so for me, I'd rather be a part of a, a company that's known for being a good company, doing right by dentistry, other than what happened to that company? They used to be so great. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and folks, for those of you who um, who know some history here, it's not like Lasso hasn't had its share of problems in the past. Most of them came from growing just too damn fast. And I not think having so. the support mechanism. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Growing pains is for so we, sure. 
we actually had Pete on here and he, he just, just very honestly just took fault for it and said, Hey, look, I screwed up here, here, and here. This is what we've done to fix the problem. But that's, that's exactly what I like to see in a company is someone who is willing to stand up and say, Hey, I screwed up. Here's what we've done to fix it. Because, you know, I think we're all adults here, or at least some of us pretend to be. And um, it's, it's nice to see that kind of behavior in a company. Do you feel like you are wasting your time and money marketing your dental practice? The fact is most marketing companies are not focused on your best interests. They focus on their profit. At Art of Dental Marketing, our engagements are month to month, allowing you a low risk and foundational level to build trust as we build real solutions. Right now, TBOD members can enjoy exclusive discounted pricing on our ultra fast websites and local SEO services. Visit us online at at artofdentalmarketing.com or call us at 913-214-8502. Yeah, now I'm a big kid at heart.com. But uh but uh yes, we are all adults and it is good. And you know, every company, you know, we I know we still have our faults, you know. Um every company has their own, but if 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 you're just brushing them over your your shoulder versus making an effort to make it right, then it's to me that's, that's what says it, you know, what are we going to do to make this right? I mean, I can think of one specific instance we had in our company when there was just some lines crossed between sales support and design here at Lasso and our, uh, our, our other founder, Eric, who's our CEO brought us all in the room and said, Hey, we're not going to point fingers here on whose fault it is. What could we have done better as each department? And that there was just, it was amazing to say like, Hey, we're not going to point fingers. What could you have done better as a sales department to set, you know, support up for success. And so, you know, we put our heads down together as a sales team and, you know, we could have gave them more information in a pass off. What could have support could have done better? Hey, we could have done, you know, X, Y, and Z and probably got on the phone versus exchanging emails and having them interpreted differently. And so we're constantly trying to think of processes, protocols, and things to do better for the client um, and, and dentistry, which, you know, that's, I have to say, I, I, I pick on Pete about being young a lot, but it, that's a difficult thing for a millennial led company because part of the millennial culture is, yay, I just survived another meeting that could have been an email, right? I don't know <laughs> no. if you've seen that meme or not, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it's true that they, they have a very preferred way of communicating and to be able to step out of that comfort zone says a lot about their leadership abilities. I agree. I agree. All right, man. So talk to me. Um, give, give us the dirt, bro. All right. So the, yeah. So one of the things that the doc Hoff wanted me to touch on today is things to look for in a company that you're potentially going to join like red flags, things that Dennis probably wouldn't think of in their own mind. They're just thinking, okay, here's the product. Here's, you know, here's our features, here's our benefits. And I can use that for my practice. However, I'm very big on everybody in the organization, not only the technology makes the organization. And so if you don't have a good support team, you're not going to be successful. You don't have a good design team. You're not going to be successful. You don't have a good tech team, you know, so forth and so on. It's got to start from the top and that, you know, that goes with culture. So one thing that I would say that I've seen go bad in in other companies is red flags. Number one, red flag. If a company is, started out and you had a great experience with them and they had your own dedicated support representative and they start outsourcing their support. That is a red flag. And the red flag is they are cutting costs. 
I much prefer calling to somebody who knows how I like to run my practice, knows everything about my practice, what I did last weekend versus call somebody that you're just picking up a random person on the phone sometime, pressing one, two, three, hey, I have an emergency, I need to take care of something and you never hear back. That is a red flag. That is something that I would not sign up for and somebody that I'd probably be looking for a replacement if I were with that company. Another large red flag is massive layoffs. And massive layoffs is, you know, sometimes I understand that some people maybe grew too fast and had to do- Sorry, Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Grew, you know, they grew too fast and, and had to do that. But when you've been such an established company for some, you know, some time and you just laid off quite a bit of people, there's a couple of things that happened. Either you didn't put your money where it was supposed to be, or you are trying to cut costs and cut costs by now your focus is money driven and it's not dentistry driven anymore. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I know we all have to go home to paychecks and you know, results matter and money matters, but I don't want to be a part of a company when the end goal is just to go IPO and make a ton of money or, you know, sell it, you know, sell for a bunch. Exactly. I was actually going to have you explain that. We, we kind of chatted a little bit off camera yes. and um, I, I felt like I knew where he was going. A lot of this, you know, guys, sometimes it could be genuine hardship in the company because they're having to throttle back because of some mistake they're trying to recoup from or because they grew too fast or any number of other things, misjudge the market. But usually it's because they're preparing for a round or they're preparing for a sellout and they want to make sure their EBITDA is as high as possible. And so what they'll do is they'll trim back the fat because they know it's coming in a year and they're looking at the 12 month rolling, right? Yep. And this, you know, and the sad part about that too, is in either way, one, you're getting less service now because they're, they're scaling back. So you're not going to get the attention that you got before. You're not going to have, even if you do have one-on-one support still with us, that a company like that, that comp that that support representative probably just doubled his load in clients yep. or doubled her load in clients. And so you're not going to get the support that you once um, you, you know you once have. Two, if that does go to a transaction, let's hope that the person that acquired the new company actually understands dentistry. Because I'm going to tell you that I've seen it come to where people say, hey, healthcare and dentistry, no, oral healthcare is totally different than a health system down the street or a hospital and the way they operate and what's cared about um, and the models that work in dentistry as well. And so I'd be weary of somebody coming in to shake some of those things up to where you're not, you're now not, they're not dentistry or dentist or dentistry centric anymore, meaning they don't know what's best for dentistry coming and making changes based upon paper versus actual reality. Well, and and as dentists, because of the fact that we're in a service industry and it's very tied to what our hands can do and our mind can do, and there there are obvious choke points there, right? There's only so much one person can produce. Well, we're used to four to seven X EBITDA whenever it comes to time of sale. And what a lot of people just do a percentage, but that's kind of an old method. So more modern way to do it is four to four to seven. Mm-hmm. But when you're in fintech or when you're in SaaS, as I know you know very well because you work for a couple of SaaS companies, you're looking at a 14 to 20x multiple. And correct me if I'm wrong there. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's probably more. I mean, 
you'd love that for the end game, but I mean, probably more around 10 to 12 times, right. but, uh, but, but yes, absolutely. So you, you have somebody who has a salary of, let's say $90,000 and let's just do 10. Mm-hmm. You fire that person and you do it without them for a year. You just made almost a cool million. Yep. That's guys. This is the way the game's played. These, this is why I wanted Otis to talk to you because he's got a whole lot of insights into the things that go on behind the scenes and these warning signs where when you're using a company and all of a sudden these signs start popping up, you know, the service isn't getting any better <laughs> because it's oh, only going to get worse. I a hundred percent. And you know, when like I'm talking to our sales reps now, I tell them to, you know, make it known that all of our videographers are lasso employees and they're not outsourced, right. you know, make it known that you get your own dedicated support representative, you know, make, make those that are design teams in-house and then their work, you know, working on everything in here versus calling somewhere where they might not understand what we're saying in our language or whatever it may be. Um, that's a big selling point uh, of ours here. And, you know, just be open and transparent about everything. Um, Anybody that tells you they can do absolutely everything is probably lying. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to tell everybody our limitations. Um, I think we're the best in the industry. Obviously, I'm biased. But, uh, um, but I will tell you, hey, well, here's a workaround. Or no, we don't do that. You should probably continue using your other company to do that. Whereas, you know, another red flag that I tell you is if, you know, you got sales reps saying, oh, yeah, we can do that. We do that. We do that. We do that. You can get rid of your solution reach or whatever, or you can get rid of your weave and you can come on board with us. I would just, I would never, ever, you know, I would vet that company a little bit further before I'd sign up with that because we all don't do everything. Well, we do our specific niche. Well, you know, there's, it always makes me think of that meme. You know, there's always someone cheaper. Have you seen that one? The, the tattoo or they bring the unicorn, right? Yep. (laughs) Oh man, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a millennial, but I guess I, I'm starting to enjoy all these, all this meme culture through my kids. I, oh, me and, uh, you know, my, my wife, we sit and we crack about that, those memes just all the time. She'll show, you will just crack up one after another, just showing, look at this one. Well, look at this one, you know, look at this one. It's, it's just hilarious. What, what's your, what's your favorite dental field meme? Oh, dental field meme. You know, I'm going to have to, you just hit me on the spot there. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to think on that one for a minute. Mine, mine's Gollum. Gollum? Yeah. You see Gollum and his, his teeth are all snaggly, right? From mm-hmm. the, from, yeah. And then the next one, he's got veneers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Either that or the baby denture one. That's a pretty funny. I one. was going to say, okay, then that one might be mine. The baby denture. I do like the baby denture one. That one's pretty funny. Well, man, I'm really excited to have gotten to have a good conversation with you here. Uh, Folks, we're about to wrap it up. If you have any questions, go ahead and drop them down below real quick. And worst case scenario, if we go off the air before we get a chance to answer them, or if you ask them after this has already ended, I'll try to get them out to Otis and get an answer for you in as timely a fashion as possible. Yeah, I'd like to get it out as soon as I possibly can. We're here to help. Thank you so much for giving us of your time. I know, you know, it's... Gosh, what time is it over there? We're at, so I'm in Utah. It is almost 5 p.m. It's almost 5 p.m. here. Okay, all right. It's so not well, too bad. I'm still in the middle of the workday. I, I was going to say you're, you're you were giving up uh, time with the kids, but I was thinking 
Atlantic Pacific. I was all messed up in my time zones. Yeah, no, but, um, she, she and you know she's getting so old that she's she's having some fun, so much fun with her mom right now. She could probably care less that daddy's working. So that's a sad age, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well, brother, cool. thank you so much for coming on to the show and um, telling us a, a couple of those little secrets that we should be all looking out for. And I'm really excited to uh, to welcome you on board as um, as the vice president of sales and business at uh, at Lasso. So yes, thanks for having me. And if anybody is interested in our marketing platform, specific websites, you know, logos, designs, please reach out. We'd love to consult you through that process. Um, we do have some great specials going on right now. Um, oh you can- well, I forgot to bend your arm. Yeah, you did forget to binge my arm. So, all right. So, what did you bring for me? Okay. So, in all honesty, guys, I asked Otis. I said, "Look, do me a favor. Think about what you guys can give to our members if they sign up. It's always better if you you have something for them that you know makes it worth their time contacting you, and you can yes. show off how awesome you are." Yeah. What, so what right now doing? we're offering a thousand dollar gift card. If it came from here, we're offering a thousand dollar gift card. For anybody that signs up for one of our services, and that's a gift card of your choice. So if you want it to Lululemon, if you want it in straight American Express, you know dollars. If you want it to, gosh, I don't know, you it, it, some type of dental lab. I don't even care. Whatever, whatever you guys would like, we will do a thousand dollars in that gift card. How about a Visa debit card? We do that. That'll work as well. All right, guys, you get a Visa debit card. Whatever you want, you can go and blow it all on Amazon on um, mm-hmm. cheap dental instruments. Yep. There you go. So what do they have to do to qualify for that? They just have to, so one call call or come in, get a demo. If you should des- decide to sign up for one of our services, we will send it out immediately. Fantastic. And um, just go to the website. No, please contact me at Otis, O-T-I-S at lassomd.com. So O-T-I-S at L-A-S-S-O-M-D.com. Or you can text me at 801-842-1950. Again, that's 801-842-1950. And again, we're a no-pressure company here. Um, I believe that we what we do is right. We'll move at your pace. But if you are interested in maybe where you're currently at on your website, I can do an analysis on that. If you're interested in maybe shaking some things up and understanding what we do in, with importance of video and verifying your marketing results and stuff like that. We'd love to show you our services. Now, folks, Otis is giving you his cell phone. Uh, so please do me a favor. This time, don't call him at two o'clock in the morning when you're leaving the bar. <laughs> unless unless you're bringing some to him. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I was going to say, sharing is caring, guys. I'm okay if you leave the bar at 2 a.m. If, uh, if, I, if I get a drink as well. Well, guys, I've just put that contact information in the comments down below. Now, Lasso MD is located in California. We had we had a, a member earlier who was asking for specifically a California local web company and marketing company because they need someone to take over all their social media. They need somebody to take over their website or SEO because they're purchasing a failing practice and they'd really like it not to be a failing practice after they purchase it. So. Um, they'll be contacting you, Otis. And um, folks, if you need some work done and. Um, yeah, or even just a free analysis on where you're at now. Um, it doesn't cost a dime. And 
doesn't cost a dime. And for us, we hope you learned something from us that you could even potentially take back to your current marketing company to, to help you guys out. So reach out anytime. Thanks again, Otis. And guys, thank you all for joining us this evening for the Deer Duck podcast and this Facebook Live. Um, hope you all have a fantastic evening. Thank you for spending the time watching us and supporting the Deer Duck podcast and the business of dentistry. Bye, folks. Have a fantastic evening. Hope you all have a great weekend. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Deer Doc Podcast, your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. Don't forget to subscribe to the Deer Doc Podcast on all major platforms.